Hello, everybody. Welcome back. West Vancouver Magazine podcast. And this one is going to be especially delicious and mouthwatering. So I hope you've all got your notes out, ready to take notes, because I have on the line with me today, Judy Reeves. She is the owner of Edge Catering. And as I said, she's just going to make you so hungry by the time we're done this, you're just going to have to go and order something from her for sure. (laughs) Judy, welcome to our podcast today. Hello, Catherine. Such a pleasure and privilege to share some time with you. Well, you know, time is basically what we've got on our hands these days because all year long, things have been so different. I think every podcast that I've done this year has had to include some kind of um, contingency for how are you getting along during COVID. Now, you are a caterer by trade. You know lots about food. You know lots about parties, I'm assuming as well. But this year has definitely been a little bit different. So, Judy, tell us, how did you get started in the catering business? Oh, well, thanks, Catherine. So um, many, many years ago, um, as a 14-year-old in Edmonton, my first job was a waitress at Fuller's Restaurant uh, <laughs> way back. Yeah, way back in the day before Earl's was, uh, Earl, Earl, Earl's was with us. But um, I have to say, like anyone in the hospitality industry, the bug bites you. And you, you soon realize that no matter what environment you're in, Food is an ultimate connector for people. It really is. Yeah, it's 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 uh, truly a gift of connection. So um, just fast forward a little bit. Um, lots of uh, traveling, different career paths. Food was never a, a first career path, but being entrepreneurial and um, just deciding you've got one life, go for it, follow your bliss, take some risks, and chase your dreams, and and uh, started out. Uh, in a small cafe, decided it was time to do that. And fast forward 15 years after four location build outs, and I've got my hopefully permanent home here at East Hastings and Victoria in Vancouver. Wow. Now, you know, you speak with such passion. And I think that um, passion is something, as I said, when we talk about ingredients, I think passion is something you have to have if you want to be in the food and restaurant hospitality industry. You just do. It's too hard of a job if you don't really, really care for it. I mean, this is tough stuff being a caterer, isn't it? Absolutely. And and even without COVID, it's a very full-on, committed, all you're on all the time business. And you're not, as an owner, you're not always only on for your team, but you have to be on for yourself as well. And most importantly, you're on for your clients. So no matter what happens, they are the most important focus. And that's what you're there for. Well, that is so well said. And I mean, it absolutely shows, I think. And I think that's true for most industries. But as we've said, especially for food, because there is a passion, which is an essential ingredient. Now, one of the other things, as we've said here, the pandemic this year has hit so many people hard. And I'm sure there's quite a bit of difference in your industry with without all the events going on and things. People didn't quite know what to do. Our first reaction was to cancel everything. But now we're finding different different ways um, to get through it all. So have you been able to manage to pivot a little bit and offer services for sort of non-event and help people out? 
Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, through hardship, you have to find opportunities. So I think one of the most important things, while no one saw this coming, is that you have to deal with reality. And you have to look, I think you have to dig deep, look at what you do well, rethink and reinvent yourself and look at the changes and how we're forced into creating new opportunities. So I think one of the most important things that we needed to do, obviously, we needed to make some uh, very tough business decisions. And after 15 years of building a business, it went from about, uh, uh, you know, 15 years to a complete shutdown in a matter of about an hour. So, oh, my goodness. That's so terrible. Like, <laughs> well, like many other businesses that um, that experience the same, um, you, you know, you just either have you have two choices. You either figure it out or you quit. And it's pretty that, you know, it's pretty much that simple. And, and you have to really dig deep to um, focus on that passion, focus on why you were in this business, want to carry on in this business, rise above and keep fighting. I, I think one of the hardest things about uh, where we're all at now, and every business is in different circumstances, it's not being able to anticipate the future and how long this will play out. You can make decisions, you can make short-term decisions to survive, but looking long-term, there's so many things that impact those decisions long-term and particularly catering uh, is a great example because not only are we a food service, but we are an events business. And just earlier to your point, with so many events, not only business, but personal events like weddings and things that people have been looking forward to all their lives. It's a really important time to recognize it's not only a loss for your business, but it's a loss for those people to celebrate these lifetime milestones that uh, are so important. So you have to also be a human in this in recognizing there's loss at so many different levels. You know, it's um, this is part of the reason that I love getting people live and talking on the air with you because you always think of things, oh, you know, it's just a restaurant, oh, it's just a grocery store, oh, it's just a catering business. But as you've said, these elements have to come together in the perfect combination for it to be successful. Now, catering has its own set of elements. I mean, I think about how much trouble it is to pack a picnic basket and take it to the beach okay like where's the mustard where's the spoons it's just like oh forget it this is too hard now when you're catering you got to not only plan ahead you have to pack up essentially your little kitchen on your back take it all with you and set it up on behalf of the client at the location you don't always get to do it all comfortably you've got a lot of unknowns that get thrown in the way so tell us what are some of the best parts about being in the catering business and what are some of the really difficult parts give us some secrets <laughs> well well i i think um we're all one of the reasons we love it so much and i certainly speak for my amazing team as well is we love the um the diversity and the the dynamic of it that every every event every group every client is different and we have this incredible opportunity to be able to really listen and understand what their needs are and reflect that. And I think that's one of the things that sets my company apart with my team is 
we're really good at that and the success of our events and those incredible memories we create for people it is definitely showing in how we approach our business but from just a an organizational point of view that is truly the case of the successes in the details so it's not i i sometimes equate uh weddings in particular to christmas you know we all scramble in normal years to get all the perfect details organize everything and then christmas day arrives and it's showtime so it really <laughs> it, you know it really goes back to all of that preparation understanding the client really what's important to them and making sure that you're well prepared and can't do that without a great team behind me and also a great uh, community of vendor and industry partners as well that helps support. It really is a team effort. There you go. So the people and the excitement are the parts that you like. Give us, I mean, we don't want to talk about bad things, of course, but no. give us a little secret of something. Have you ever had one of those movie moments where the wedding cake completely collapses? Or what's another one? You know, we forget to bring all the appetizers or something. It's a very dynamic, you know, all these steps have to move in order. One domino falls and they all yeah. fall. What's the hardest part, do you you think? Well, I, I think that, um, you know, we, we as a team agree that no matter the chaos that goes on behind the scenes, you uh, never let that show or impact the client's experience. So, you know, clearly managing um, managing those unknowns and thinking on your feet and, and becoming a, re a real problem problem solver, solver uh, you know, very spontaneous. Uh, you know, with lots of spontaneity and yeah. thinking and, and just just figuring things out. I, I think one, um, one memorable time was actually at a large wedding. And just while we were finished uh, cooking the meal, um, the, uh, the power went out and it was in an oh, outside no. venue. So it was, <laughs> uh, you know, it was scrambling and, and uh, you just, you know, catering is about timing and uh, event flow and, you know, seamlessness for the guests, but we figured it out. We rallied together and, and, you know, it's fun. And it's those types of opportunities that make you better at what you do. You, you learn, you learn from things rather than um, all the, all the good things you do. You learn from the challenges. That's for sure. And it makes you better. There you go. Oh my gosh, the power going out. I can't imagine. Now, you are obviously on the cutting edge of what is trendy and what people are wanting right now. So I see this obviously in, in menus and, you know, we see things in television, everybody advertising a certain hot ingredient or, you know, what are people's preferences, this sort of um, non-meat burgers. I mean, my gosh, everybody seems to be mm. talking about this stuff right now. I'm a foodie. So I like to say that I eat everything. I do. And I don't like Lovely. any allergies and things. So I like to think that, you know, I'm easy to get along with. But everybody has to adjust to certain levels. Tell us right now, what is, your menus look delicious. So you have to pay close attention to these things. What is trending right now in the restaurant catering meal preference area? What are you focusing on that's the hot ticket item these days? Well, Catherine, I think there's a couple parts to that. Obviously, um, with the new demographics, especially in weddings, we are focusing more on plant-based, uh, vegan, vegetarian alternatives. And, and 
um, science is revealing more dietary restrictions. So you have to you have to really cater to those, and it's actually a great opportunity because as a caterer and a and a culinary based business, it really forces you to think outside of the box, be creative, and expand your culinary range. And it ultimately makes you better and more um, more diverse for more people. And and being a very personalized, customized caterer, that is what one of the things we do best. And and may I say, I haven't even had the chance to talk about my incredible culinary team that I have the privilege of having with me. And uh, can't there's nothing we we can't throw at them that they can't put their best foot forward and create amazing. Uh, results from it. There you go. Well, you make it perfectly clear that this is not just um, this. It, it isn't just you. You've got all kinds of um, help out there. Give a shout out. Tell us what is your is your chef? What trends are your chefs creating these days that is popular? So we have a very interesting combination. Our executive chef is is a master of his craft, um, you know, European trained, worked in some of the best restaurants in the world, and um, certainly sharing his culinary talents. Uh, he's a master. What's his name? His name is Chef Yasmin Porchic, and he has had an incredible culinary journey through his life and came to me about a year and a half ago wanting to be part of a growing, thriving company, and it's such a privilege to have him with me here. And and some of his background, uh, you, you know, as I mentioned, the um, European training, but uh, he was uh, part of the Cactus Club group of restaurants, being the development chef alongside Chef Rob Feeney for several years. So hey, hey, I, we all I, know those names. There you we go. We sure do. We sure do. And and again, such a privilege to have Chef Yasmin leading my culinary team. And no, uh, not only is he a culinary master, but he's an incredible mentor for some of my younger chefs who have incredible talent, being more on trend, a little bit more modern spin on food. So it's a great combination of classic traditional food remastered with modern twists. And I think that that's a great way to describe our culinary uh, forte, shall we say. Traditional food remastered. Now, I'm glomming on to this for a very specific reason, because I have had the privilege of having your foods and your creations. Now, traditional food remastered, um, we had the privilege recently of tasting one of your Christmas menu offerings. And I'm not just saying this because I like you and you're on the, the phone here with us. I'm saying this because it was truly amazing. I honestly can't wait to, to have another one. Hint, hint. Uh-huh. But when you say traditional remastered, um, we had a traditional turkey dinner, everybody, and it came, every part of it was beautifully presented. Even the box it came in. It came in with all the labels and exactly how to cook it. And it was, it was a nothing effort. It was a beautiful reheat in the oven. Everything reheated 
it beautifully and slow and we gave it time to do it properly you know don't microwave the heck out of things with this was wonderful and every even inside the um, foil trays themselves it had the decorations and the garnish and I literally could look like a master chef myself <laughs> just taking the time to plate it no this was important because I didn't have your team come over because you can't right now we're all a little bit restricted exactly. in our movements um, <laughs> due to our COVIDs and things but I was able to play chef and pretend that I did this and you know I remember things like when you say again traditional remastered I was looking for carrots and I thought oh there's no carrots here and then oh my gosh of course there was purple carrots perfectly um br you know grilled brussels sprouts delicious not just cranberry sauce we had cranberry orange chutney my husband and i don't eat cranberry sauce but we literally saved some of this and put it on toast the next day this is how good it was <laughs> you know so uh, you know port gravy the stuffing you know everything from the cranberries in it i was so impressed with my first sort of take home christmas dinner ever that i thought oh my goodness i won't even get started on the sticky toffee pudding dessert because to give you all an idea it came in a little jar that would be the sticky toffee part which of course there was even some leftover of that and that went on my waffle the next morning too so I really created my own mess around here the, the gift of food that keeps on giving absolutely absolutely and the menu yes and there was little bows of pine in it I mean it just was such a special experience so tell our listeners um, Judy what you have planned because Christmas menus here are coming up fast you're booking fast it is the end of November, if you have not ever considered having a um, prepared Christmas meal, I'm here to tell you that this could be the year that will change your mind forever. I don't think I'm ever going to go back to cooking a turkey myself here, and I like to cook too. So tell us about your Christmas menus and your offerings. Thanks. Thanks, Catherine. And, and I think that, you know, we all agree this year has brought on uh, some different challenges and different opportunities. And at any time, food is the gift of giving. So it's about nurturing, sharing, and and this year especially protecting our loved ones. But but also simplifying things. And and I, I think it's really important to turn to companies like ourselves who are small business and being able to support us while we support you. So I, I could probably sum it up as let us take care of you this year. Let us keep you out of grocery stores and the, the challenges and the logistics of cooking for small groups, which we all need to be in this year, reduce some costs and waste and have some peace of mind, have some time to enjoy the holidays instead. So time for a call for action to educating. Let us take care of you these during these holidays and not only do we provide a great holiday take-home dinners we do have some other items to offer during your home entertaining with some decor packages we can support you with making that table beautiful some holiday baking and again we have these incredible house curated chef boxes that include beautiful infused oils chutneys sweets marmalades, everything done here in our kitchen. So they're a great way to um, extend that love to other people and, and not only just home ideas, but corporate gifts. 
we do a lot of a big part of our business has been corporate of course. and business. Of course. And and I know companies this year are really struggling to find solutions to say thanks to your team while they can't all celebrate together. And um, we're doing a lot of virtual celebrations, giving tools for virtual celebrations, e-gift cards, and and we can't forget about the the philanthropic. Um, opportunities that we all need to be addressing and thinking about there's so many people that need our help this year so food is food is absolutely the gift of giving and um, you know I think just more COVIDly specific we all are trying to protect loved ones so what a what a greater gift of um, kindness and support than delivering a beautiful turkey dinner for your parents or people that are on their own or they're vulnerable and, and the gift of food, the gift of comfort and giving and, um, and safety above all this year. You know, you, you said it beautifully and I'm on your website right now. So as I said, we've, um, you've got to go here folks and have a look edgekitchen.ca. We'll, we'll include the links below as well. And we'll probably include some pictures of food. And if you can survive all that, you're just going to, I mean, as I said, you're going to end up ordering just like we have done here and getting ready for this turkey roasted dinners. As I've said, here it comes with all the sides, stuffed squash. You also have a choice of a pork loin dinner here on offer and I just noticed Judy as you said what a great idea give a gift of a turkey dinner to someone we don't even think along these lines but this is exactly the kind of thinking that's going to help us celebrate even more this year um cheese and charcuterie board oh my god here we go this is part where my tummy starts grumbling again cookie decorating kits um does this mean by the looks of it here's the cookies already made and all the fun things with all the different icings that you can start to decorate again what a hugely fun gift to give to somebody here and don't wait till christmas day for this one order this one now absolutely (laughs) yeah it's a little bit of holiday survival for the parents and and we (laughs) we did a little bit of this at halloween and it was truly a hit so um you know we're definitely christmas will be even better for sure and the holiday baking and sweets boxes i mean tarts jams jellies it is all here again i can tell you from experience just how much i loved it and how much i loved having you on today judy you are um, gearing up for a great season do tell us now last questions here for you what is your favorite food Oh my goodness, that's a that's a great question. I I've <laughs> I've always been a big fan of Italian food. It's comfort food, uh, pasta, those types of things, and and I think food is also uh, reflective of of childhood memories and and um, uh, honoring honoring those traditions. So I I think I think pasta and cinnamon buns rank high on my list. Oh my goodness! And this is the part where I gotta I gotta end our broadcast because I gotta go eat now. Oh. It's make me hungry. As I warned everybody, this this version of our podcast today comes with a warning label. Warning label of deliciousness. Judy, thank you so much for being here with us today. Will you come back and talk to us again? I would love to, Catherine. I would love to. Excellent. And, and thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it.
Well, no problem at all. Judy is going to go back to her little workshop and her elves and her chefs are cooking up a storm. So if you are considering, and as I said, give the gift of, of food this season, everybody. I mean, what better way to do it if you ask me? And we forgot the most important part. No cleanup. It's true. No cleanup. You can recycle everything that comes here. And I guess that cookie decorating thing, I don't know about that one. That one could get messy. That one, especially if you give it to the kids, might take a couple more minutes but for the most part please do go online edgekitchen.ca take a look at the offerings that we have and I hope everybody out there has a happy holiday season I hope you will come back and join us again soon and in the meantime stay in touch and save me a smile